0: Sound sexy. I didn't hear any of them popping. I'm saying I didn't hear it last time either though, so I don't don't know. I don't see you right now. This is weird.
1: We have a blank.
0: That's weird I can't. Move my mouse onto my Chromebook. (laughs) It doesn't work that way.
1: Oh, let's see. And, of course, because I have to do this every time, apparently. This is... Yeah, I'm going to have to figure this out as to why. I'm going to lose you. Call me back. Okay.
0: Never mind. You got me back. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: There we go. Oh, you are
0: huge. Oh, big boy. That's what she said. Mm,
1: is it though?
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think what she said was ow 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 ow.
1: <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> absolutely true we we're not
0: stream- we aren't streaming yet are we yes we are <laughs> oh fantastic
1: uh-huh there
0: we go <sighs> once <laughs> again folks adult <laughs> language adult themes adult humor <clears throat> will be present on uh,
1: yes that is a true true statement who i gotta bump myself down i'm a little hot definitely not what she said
0: Why not? You are a sexy man, child.
1: (laughs) Adding the child on the back end really (laughs) makes it not cool.
0: I I don't know what got into me this morning.
1: Are you feeling a little feisty? I am, yeah. ah, yeah, yeah. All right. Trying to... Adjust my sound so that I'm not as loud as last time. I think I, I think we got us pretty set.
0: Cool. Uh, I'm just trying to find. Let's see. This really that gives you okay? If I want to give you that map, <laughs> give you the map that's got everything labeled on it.
1: All right, everyone. So here's the deal. I got uh, Twitch and D&D Beyond set up. So you should be able to click on a little button on the right-hand side of the screen and see what my character sheet looks like, in theory.
0: You'll see his hit points for sure. Um, I think it, it should
1: pull up the whole...
0: I don't know if it pulls up the whole sheet. I think it does. Um, well, when it when I've seen it on Critical Role, it just gives you the hit points and conditions of oh. your character.
1: When I tested it out, when we initially started dicking around with this, I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was there. I, I could be wrong, though.
0: I could be totally wrong. I didn't mess with it much. I just had the little thing open up and see the hit points. I was like, oh, cool. So. I
1: have to figure out a way to get myself a better lighting system, too, because when it's not light outside, yeah. all dark, you can't see me. It's cooked to it, would that, say.
0: When it's not light outside, you're John Cena?
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you tell all the women in the dark? That you're John Cena? <laughs> Mm. Mm. Just imagine John Cena, baby Just imagine John Cena
1: Well, you've seen those commercials where he Where the women are shopping and he breaks through the wall and. Oh yeah the Kids like Dada, he's like, I wish
0: You're more like uh um Oh uh, crap, I can't think of his name Delink the Clown? No, Cal, Cal Drogo, um Jason Momoa in that Super Bowl commercial where he just kind of like he oh. gets home and he kicks his arms off <laughs> and he's a skinny little bitch underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be me. All right. So welcome back to the stream, folks. Uh, we started last week by reviewing the character sheet, the aspects of it, uh, what numbers normally be using as we played. Um. got into a bit of an adventure uh,
1: I died immediately
0: <laughs> well you didn't die that's the important thing to note you didn't actually die you got knocked unconscious unconscious then, well, unconscious we're, we're from Wisconsin oh, um, no you got you got knocked unconscious and well you chased a goblin into the woods further and then had a fight with a goblin in which the goblin just knocked you unconscious before, well, you don't know what happened to it. But, uh... You awoke in a bed in an inn in a small village called Fandolin. A... cleric overlooking you uh, apparently saved your hide. <laughs> um... We find out later that her name was Eliana and that she is a cleric of the Thander. Um, you had an interesting conversation over breakfast about uh, the need for gods and whether or not gods have ever saved Aranon's hide. And she kind of smirked at you and said, Seems they just did. But through your conversation, you discover that she is actually in need of money. Who isn't? That's out adventuring on the road. Trying to come up with money is a difficult thing. So she's willing to offer her services to you as a healer and a companion for... Not a a Firefly-style companion. That's not what I meant. (laughs) But just someone that can... Help you with quests for a cut of any um, loot or rewards you would gain from it. Uh, You agreed, and you guys mentioned, or she mentioned the job board um, in town, and you agreed to go look at it. And just before you walked out of the inn, uh, she told you you can call her Ellie. Primarily because the DM doesn't want to say Eliana all the time.
1: (laughs) That is fair enough.
0: Well, and I shouldn't say the DM, I should say most people. Most people, I think, would call her Ellie.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Unless she's one of those pretentious, call me by my given name.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. So the first thing I said we were going to do this session was to level you up. And walk through leveling up a character. Because level one sucks. <laughs> so, uh, you can follow along in D&D Beyond. If you have a character in D&D Beyond. If you don't, make a character in D&D Beyond and mess around with this stuff. You can. It's actually pretty straightforward um, using it that way. There is also a section in the uh, player's handbook about... Leveling up a character. And let me see if I can find. Quick. Leveling up. Um, let's see. This is all Dragon's Boy Spider Peak and Ricky Morty. Order the Dragon Queen. Oh, come on. So Ghost Adventures Guide. I'm just looking for it in D&D Beyond. And sometimes it's just easier to look in the books, I find. <laughs> but all my books are in another room, and I'm not going to get up and grab them. Uh, Let's just try and add player's handbook to this.
1: Exciting video, folks.
0: Oh, yes, totally exciting video, because I am very, very prepared. Um... Nope, I don't got it i find it. There's a section in the Player's Handbook that goes through leveling up, and we'll walk you step-by-step step through each little thing that you need to do when you do level up. And it's basically you add your hit points, you increase your hit dice, and then you add any uh, abilities from your character section of the Player's Handbook. So in this case, Norm has a rogue, so he'd go to the rogue section. Now, when you, you can either do static hit points, which is what we chose, or you can roll hit points. So if you would roll them, you would roll your hit die, whatever that is. I think it's a D8 for norm here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then you'd add his constitution modifier to it. So it would be a D8 plus 2 if we were rolling for it. In this case, it's 5, which is the static value plus 2. So he's going to end up, when we level up here, he's going to end up with uh, 17 hit points total. Um, Then you add a hit die because you're a level 2 rogue. So you'd have 2d8 for his hit die then available to him. And then we'd add abilities. So in D&D Beyond, when you do it, click on your character's name. And there's a drop down that pops up and you can hit manage levels.
1: Manage levels.
0: It will load in, and you can change There's a drop down on the right-hand side. This is level one. You can change that to level two. Now, you'll notice that Cunning Action was added. There's no choices. If there were any choices that you had to make, they'd show up as little blue boxes on your class features here. Okay. Um, But we have cunning action now. Starting at second level, your quick thinking and agility allow you to move and act quickly. You can take a bonus action on each of your turns in combat. This action can be used only to take the dash, disengage, or hide action. So you can now dash, disengage, or hide as a bonus action, which most people have to take disengage as an action to move out of combat without giving up an attack of opportunity. So if you move out of someone's threat range, i.e. with a melee weapon is 5 feet, unless you have reach, then it's 10 feet, if you move out of their threat range, they can use their reaction to attack you, get an attack on you as you move away, Mm -hmm. unless you disengage.
1: So is now, that kind of the same with dash then? Like they move out of range and then I dash towards them.
0: You can dash towards them um, as a bonus action. Most of the time, if you dash, you're, that's an action. So you, you would uh, move and then use your dash as an action to get closer to them. Now, the cool thing is, because you can dash with a bonus action, you can actually move three times your speed right now. So you have your movement your action to dash, and then your bonus action to dash. So you'd be able to move 90 feet and around, if <laughs> all you did was move. So we went to level two there. So if we blue arrow over, um, actually, I don't think we need to adjust anything else.
1: Nope, it looks like oh. uh, hit dice 2d8, max hit point 17.
0: So then we can go back to the view of the character sheet, and you'll see now you have 17 hit points. It's primarily, and then at when you go from level 4 to level 5, your um, proficiency bonus goes up. Um, when you hit level 4, you have the choice of your first feat or uh, spell point or ability point increase which is, again, your ability points are your strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Um, But we'll go through that uh, as we get to it further on when you get to level three and so forth. So we'll get back to the story here now. Uh, She opens the door just ahead of you and turns back and looks at you and says, oh, um... You can call me Ellie, by the way. And you guys head out the door into a foggy, misty morning. It's cloud-covered. The air is heavy as you breathe in. Uh, It's cool. It's not cold. You're not shivering or anything. But it is cool as you start walking down the road the damp rocks slick under your feet. Moving towards the job board in town. Now, you have not seen this. And you know what? How do I do this? I want to... Oh, if I open this here, can I send you it here? That's the question. I should be able to. So if I... Mm. (laughs) Hmm. I gotta move this over here. I'm gonna try and send you a map. That's what I'm trying to do. Ah. So this is a map of the city. If you wanted to open it up and look at it, this is the small village of Fandolin. Um, you were in the Stonehill Inn. Um, the job board is outside of Harbin Wester's home. So you had the road to the south and turning to head east along that main road along the bottom of the city towards the job board. As you're approaching it, you see a uh, very skinny, very kind of snooty looking man hammering a nail into a post on the board and he gets it in there and he quick looks around looks to the sky and then he runs in the house right away and you hear the door slam behind him as you approach the board you see it's 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 large it's I don't know probably about six feet wide three feet tall it's got nails in it all over the place tacks stuff um, there is different scraps of paper hanging from it uh, there are three different uh, what you would consider jobs hanging from it that you can see
1: okay so I'm gonna approach the board and take a look at all three and see, kind of compare what they do and what they what they're looking for.
0: Um, as you approach the board, the first thing you notice in like red paint, like hastily slapped on, it says, "Beware of dragon." Uh,
1: so I turn to Ellie and, and ask her if there's a huge dragon
0: problem in the area. Uh, that seems to be the primary concern lately is the dragon that's been terrorizing the neighboring countryside and the village. Has anybody uh, seen it? Uh, they have. They have seen that, I mean, I don't think anyone would say dragon if there wasn't a dragon sighting.
1: Well, some people might jump to conclusions if they see a lot of destruction. That is true. That is true.
0: Um, I have not seen it. I have not seen it. Um, I haven't talked to anyone that has seen it directly. But I hear rumors. Perhaps maybe some of these quests might... Or jobs may... Well, look at this right here, and she points to this first one. Um, and it says, uh, "Help! Help the dwarves!" Um, apparently, there's dwarves in a nearby archaeo- archaeological dig site that um, need to be warned of the dragon.
1: okay so what's, what's we, the... we need
0: we need to warn them and then come back and let um let the town master i think he lives here um let him know that the that that we have warned them and that they are they're safe that seems easy enough
1: yeah that seems like a job what's
0: what's the payoff it's sure. fifty gold that seems. Where's the dig site? That dig site may be a ways away. That might be why it's... You might be paying for some travel time there. I'm not sure. She's looking around. She comes out and just pull out a map. Starts looking. Looking through. Looking at the map that she has in... And... If you look over her shoulder you see what I just sent you. And she's looking oh god, these maps for the players are useless. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded the player maps to send you and they're they're not wow. I should be giving you the map I have. Actually I go back and find it again then. Yeah, um, we can
1: we can do that for next week.
0: Yeah. But she points out to you where the where the settlement where this mine is supposedly supposed to be. Um, that seems like an easy one. She kind of takes that one and tucks it in her um, her armor that she has up <laughs> top. She, she puts it in her boobs. No, not in her boobs. <laughs> well, that's where you were top. reaching, man. That's where I was reaching, but in the inside of the armor. It's not inside her gown or anything yeah. like that. Okay. You get the idea that there's actually a pocket back there. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking at the board, uh, there are two other ones up there. One says Nomenguard. And one says Umbridge Hill on it. So You wanna take a closer yeah, look at either? Of yeah,
1: yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, let's take let's take a look at the other two.
0: Wait, which one do you want to look at first?
1: The first one you said.
0: The Norman guard? Yep. Uh, it appears there is a clan of reclusive rock gnomes uh that resides in a a small network of caves in the mountains to the southeast um someone wants you to they're known for their magical inventions and someone wants you to go recover something magical or useful and bring it back um Town master will pay you fifty gold for it if it's something he wants. If it's not something he wants, um, you're free to do with that what you like. Um, doesn't seem to be any concern about the gnomes, though, for whatever reason. <laughs> huh. No mention of the dragon or anything on that one.
1: Okay. Uh, what's the third one say?
0: The third one is. Uh, someone is seeking for you to go... Some, someone's seeking someone to go to Umbridge Hill and uh, find a local midwife named Adabra Gwyn and bring her back to this city so she'll be safe instead of being out on Umbridge Hill by herself. Uh, this one does mention the dragons... And that they are concerned with her safety. They don't want her to be alone.
1: How much is that paying?
0: That one's uh, paying 25 gold to get her to come back to the city. And who is she? What? What is she? She is, she is a local midwife. Local midwife. Cool. Yeah.
1: So I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick the rock troll one. And uh, insist that we go take care of that one. The that gnomes? seems yeah. That seems like a good place to possibly pick up some cool some cool shit. I'm I'm looking more as the sneaky more more sneaky Gilly. beneficial to me. What's what? What am I going to get out of it more? Aspen. Really.
0: Um, oh, let me get my dice out. <laughs> I want to roll for her and I didn't think to get my dice out yet. Dice help for that. Oh, let's see. Uh, and she's got a Are you trying to hide the fact that you're just in this for yourself? You're ch- you're choosing this one for that reason? Yes. No. Yes, you are. I,
1: I'm, I'm not even going to hide it. Oh, you're not even going to hide it. I'm just oh, going to I'm, I'm say this, this This. one seems like the best opportunity. For money. I didn't say for money. I said best opportunity.
0: I see. For, But you don't need to say for money. It's implied. Because... Helping the dwarves out would be the best opportunity to help someone. Seems looking for the magical item, or magical items, would be the best opportunity for you, sir.
1: Man's got to make a living.
0: All right. Let's see if we can try and help them while we're there. Maybe they don't know about the dragon yet. So, you guys set out on the road to Nomengard. You know it's to the southeast from here because it is stated on there. So if you head out of town to the southeast, I'm pulling things up here. Oh my gosh, excuse me. Sorry.
1: How dare you. Yep, yep, I belched. It happens.
0: Okay. Um, So you are, I'm trying to see, where is my map here? You head out of Fanlin to the southeast um, oh, I really need my map and not that map. Sorry, give me a second.
1: Wed we be learning folks,
0: yep. I haven't run an adventure out of a book in so long that <laughs> uh
1: get those chops back up,
0: yeah, yeah exactly remember the stuff I need
1: in the meantime I'm yes. going to show you Puppy Cam
0: Puppy Cam doo, 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 doo. cute
1: puppies there's our Brutus there is a Gus and they and I'm going to jinx myself Oop, I'm just totally messing with Brutus now he's getting hit with the cord stop that Surprisingly, haven't been parking yet. As I jinx myself.
0: Yeah, way to go. You said it now, so. Uh-huh. So you guys head out of town to the southeast. Um, can you give me a survival check?
1: Rolling the twenty.
0: Yep, rolling a d twenty and adding your survival skill to it, which is in that long box of all the different skills.
1: Survival is plus four.
0: Ooh, very nice.
1: Very nice. Uh, six plus four is ten.
0: Six plus four is ten. Yep, ten. Um. So you think you're headed the right direction, to the southeast. <laughs> um. As you are. Well, going along. Um. You hear, a roar. Off to your left
1: loud roar soft roar
0: uh fairly loud roar like a almost like a lion's roar
1: would something it be more like yeah, a no dragon's roar uh, is that something i'm uh, making
0: make a nature check
1: nature 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 plus one all right right.
0: Uh, Eleven. Eleven. You don't think it's a dragon. Okay. Um, I'm
1: going to ask Ellie if she's heard that noise before. uh,
0: She? Uh, She looks at you with a cautious eye and says, "Uh, yes, I have. That is a manticore.
1: What's a manticore?
0: Manticore she describes to you is a um, lion-like creature with wings and a spiked-spined poisonous tail. Then you hear a voice call out to whoever will hear it crying out for help. Can someone help? Damn it. She's, Ellie looks at you. I look at,
1: well, I look at Ellie and I say, I'm assuming you need to go over there and help, is what you're going to tell me.
0: She rolls her eyes and walks away from you. <laughs> Towards the sound. <laughs> All right,
1: I'm a follower. I'll, I'll catch up to her.
0: Okay. Uh, you come to the slope of a uh, a hill. And on the top of it is this old stone woodmill. Uh, there's a there's this large iron fence that surrounds it, and there is a large winged monster with a spiky tail trying to knock down the front door of the windmill. Two stories up in the windmill, from a window, is a woman, and she looks down at it and she looks out and sees you guys. Says, "A little help here, please." <laughs> How far away uh, at this point you are <laughs> Let's see it's if you come right up to the fence you're about 20 feet away from it but there's an iron fence between you and it and it doesn't seem to be focused on you at all. Nope it has no idea you're there right now. If right,
1: I'm going to ask Ellie if she knows what the sweet spot is. Like, if she knows it's vulnerable points.
0: Um, she is going to. Let me see. I'm going to find a, a step block for it. Let's see if there's anything she can actually tell you about it. Um, she says to you that they are. There's no, like, weakness that she is aware of, but avoid the tail.
1: <laughs> mind the big rocks?
0: Mine, mind, yep. Avoid the tail with the claws. Or the tail with the spikes.
1: All right, hold on a second. This seems like a good place to take a timeout. Dogs need to go out. Okay.
0: I'll just give you a little picture there. Right there. That's what you're looking at. So I'm reviewing the stat block and I hope they do okay with this. This thing is actually pretty beastly for what what they are right now. May have to do some adjustment on the fly. And what I have done here is tweak this, I'll explain it more later.
1: Oh, I hear some, I see a smile, so you must have done something.
0: No, I was just talking about how I um, how I tweaked this slightly because ah. I noticed something on the map and then like, went, Oh, well, that could be fun.
1: All right, so. I saw a so, picture. She said there's no discernible. She doesn't know we have any weaknesses.
0: You no, know, just watch out for its spiked tail.
1: All right. So I'm going to pull out my short bow. Okay. And, uh... I'm going to aim for its neck.
0: I'm going to aim for its neck. Okay. Now, um... Cold shots are a thing sometimes in D&D. Um, for me, um, if someone calls a shot, typically what I do is I increase the difficulty, I give them a bonus to their AC because you're trying to hit a specific spot on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't have a discernible advantage that you know gain. you're going to gain from hitting it, probably don't call a spot okay. specifically. I, I mean, I do have players sometimes that want to, yeah, I want to try and shoot it in its eye blinded or whatever and that is incredibly difficult in my opinion so he gets a pretty sizable bonus to his AC to hit that All right. but there is the chance that you will still hit them if you miss the eye so you're going to draw your bow and loose an arrow at it
1: yeah I think I'll just do a general shot to see what happens
0: and what we're going to do is we're going to roll initiative right now first And then it is going to be surprised because it's unaware of you. Sixteen. Sixteen plus your initiative modifier?
1: Initiative is three, so
0: nineteen. Nineteen. And then she
1: has a yeah. Okay. Okay, so are we we're in the woods or are we in a clearing
0: you're in a clearing this is a hill it's a hill that rises up and you've walked up this hill
1: mm-hmm.
0: and on the top of the hill is this windmill that is up above the wood line basically from where from where you're standing if you turn and looked around you would see the tops of all the trees around you off to your left there's a slightly higher hill that has a few trees on it or no slightly lower hill sorry <clears throat> Oh, no, it is higher. Never mind. a slightly higher hill off to your left. Okay. That has some trees on it. There is a broken down um, uh, house nearby. All that remains of this house, this old stone house, is a fireplace. It seems like whoever lived in the house is no longer living in the house and is probably residing in this windmill. All right, so I'm going to shoot. You're going to shoot. Yep. Yep, go for it.
1: How far away is that house, with the stone house?
0: The house, you're shooting past it.
1: Okay, it's so ten, it's... it's...
0: 10 feet away from you. The manicure is... 20 feet. Um, In fact, you know, I can send you this. Ah, I have this. So I this am out.
1: I kind of hiding behind the stone house, but I can see it?
0: No, you're... Um, if you open this map up... You have it open. Come on. Actually, yeah, you would kind of be behind this house a little bit, or the the fireplace of it.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
0: So you see all the broken rocks around there? That's uh-huh. the old walls of the house, and that little constructed area—that's the old fireplace. Gotcha. So you're to the you're to the right of that, and the manacores. Like right at that door, trying to break it down.
1: Okay, so I kind of have a little bit of not cover, but concealment.
0: Concealment, yes. You would be able to... You would actually probably be able to step behind it and be... try and hide if you wanted to.
1: Okay. With
0: All right, your I'm, I'm going to shoot. Okay.
1: Now that's 20 or 8s?
0: Uh, you D20 to hit first. You're trying to hit the armor class. First. <clears throat> so your D20 plus your uh, attack modifier, which is listed by your, um, so you have your short ball mm-hmm. and your actions.
1: Plus five is my hit.
0: Yep, DC. exactly. Oh, one D6. I even... Well, you don't even need to roll that right now, technically, unless you want to.
1: I will. I'm going to get in the habit of...
0: Okay, that's a good call. So you roll your D6 and then a D20. So you had Ooh. the 5 to your d20?
1: 20 is... I got a
0: 20. You got a 20. That plus, hit.
1: Plus whatever my... So 25.
0: So you had a natural 20. Yep. That is a critical hit. That means something. That means something very important. That means, A, you automatically hit, regardless of what the AC is. Not only do you automatically hit, all the dice that you rolled for damage become doubled. So, what did you roll on your d6? 2. Two, so that's four, and then plus your three for your bonus, so it's a total of seven damage then. Okay. Had that been a six, it would have been twelve plus three would have been fifteen. So, um, so you've done seven damage to him. Now Eliana, seeing you have done that, is going to uh. Oh, what's she going to do? She is going to... She is going to... Cast... Sacred Flame. Um, I'm doing this... Probably an awkward way to do this, but... Um, Sacred Flame, here we go. So, when she casts Sacred Flame, um, the there, there are two ways that spells work, typically attack spells. Either the target has to make a save to get out of the way of it, or the caster has to make an attack roll to hit it. This is one where the target must make a Dexterity Saving Throw to get out of the way of it. Um, So where is this? I need the stat block for my Manticore. And he does not get out of the way of it. So he ends up taking Sacred Flame is 1d8 Radiant Damage. Radiator Damage? Radiator Damage. Uh, Oh, oh, Ellie. One. (laughs) One point of damage. Oh, this manticore is going to be pissed. So the manticore, being aware of you suddenly, (laughs) is going to turn around. He has a movement of 30 feet or 50 feet flying. So he's going to move up. Actually, let me do this. Where's my map here? I had a map somewhere. Where did it go? Here it is. So he's going to turn from the door. And he's going to pump his wings twice. He's going to fly and land behind Ellie. And he's going to swing at her. Actually, no, he's going to bite at her is what he's going to do Um, and he misses her with his bite and then he's going to swing his claws at her trying to claw her he misses again with a 1 now like the 20 a 1 automatically fails it doesn't matter how good your bonus is if you roll a 1 on an attack roll it is a critical fail and then well right from the jump yep and then the third attack the claw um second claw to come through uh catches her so it will do six points of damage to her
1: oh so he had three actions then
0: yeah he got three attacks this may be difficult for you guys Uh, Uh, it would appear that way mm -hmm. Um, trying to figure this out calculate this quick I'm sorry I didn't go through leveling up a sidekick Um, what'd she get okay she goes to there alright
1: is she on D&D Beyond, too?
0: No, she's in this book. I should... I Actually, I'm probably going to build her out and put her on D&D Beyond. So That'd be kind of cool. And put her in the campaign. Um, although the rules for the sidekicks are slightly different, so I don't know how well it'll work. But I'm going to give it a shot.
1: Eh, first case scenario, we just modify it.
0: Yeah. All right. So then we are back to you.
1: How far away is it? It must be pretty close. Uh,
0: it's pretty close. I would say it's 10 feet from you. Because it jumped to the other side of you I imagine Ellie was standing behind you okay. And it jumped over the Fence and fireplace there And got to the other side of Ellie uh...
1: Alright I Think that I'm going to dash to it and attack it with
0: need, my rapier. You wouldn't even need to dash to it. So it's 10 you feet. Could, yep, you could you could move around Ellie to it Okay. And, and draw your rapier as you're doing so and then attack with your rapier.
1: Okay, so it would only be need to dash if it's f- like a distance.
0: Yeah, you would only need to dash if you needed more than 30 feet. Oh,
1: uh, okay. So you have
0: sure. your movement each turn. You okay. have a movement, a bonus action, and an action. Alright, yeah,
1: so I'm going to move around and and use my rapier.
0: Okay. Swing away. Eight plus five is thirteen. Eight plus five is thirteen. You just miss. Oh, you son of a bitch. As it as it ducks out of the way you swing and it covers back as it sees you move in to swing so at this point can i use
1: my bonus movement to dash behind the other side of the fireplace to get out of its way
0: um you wouldn't want to dash you'd want to disengage because you're in its threat range now okay so you use your bonus action to disengage and then the remainder of your movement so if you moved 5 10 Yeah, you would be able to get back around, so you'd be able to bonus action disengage and get back around between the, like, fireplace and the windmill. Okay, I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, Ellie is going to... Sorry, lady, you're stuck. (laughs) She actually, she gained... What did she gain? Because I was just looking at her... she gained Bless. That might actually might not be a bad idea. Where is Bless? Bless. Uh, hmm. It takes a full action to do that. I think she's gonna... Ooh-wee. She is going to cast Sacred Flame again. Sacred Flame is a cantrip, which means she can cast it repeatedly. It doesn't use a spell slot. How they kind of deal with mana in 5th edition is that you have a certain amount of spell slots. Like, level 1 spell slots, you'd have 3, and every time you cast a level 1 spell, you check off a slot. Mm-hmm. And then, when you ran out of slots, you wouldn't be able to cast a level one spell. Makes sense?
1: Mm hmm.
0: But because it's a cantrip, she can cast it as much as she likes. So the manticore is making a dexterity sitting throw. And failing again. With a two on the die. So here comes Ellie's damage. Oh, girlfriend, you are getting yourself in a world of hurt. It's another one. <laughs> Oh, she is rolling ones on d8s, and it's not helping.
1: <laughs> that's brutal.
0: Uh, the manticore looks at her and snarls and will attack her again. Oh, oh, that's that's no that's no bueno. It's no bueno. That's a 20. This is, Ellie's not going to like this much.
1: She, she couldn't have gotten out of
0: the way, huh? No, that's... That's, the hit. that's a critical hit. That automatically hits regardless of what her AC is. No, I mean she couldn't have moved. <laughs> she could have tried to move, but it would have been an attack of opportunity for it. Oh. So it is going to do... Let's see. That's on a bite, so it's this. So... It does 13 damage to her when it bites her, and she falls to the ground.
1: John, it, what are you doing to me,
0: man? Um, it did not see where you went. It was paying attention to Ellie because you didn't do any damage to it. So it jumps back up and flies over the fireplace and goes after the door. Again, trying to get in the door. So, it is your turn. Ellie is laying on the ground. Well, I'm going to go... You uh you hear a voice from overhead it says hey catch and a the woman that's in the upper story window throws a bottle towards you I need you need to make a dexterity save to catch this bottle
1: lazy dragon good morning
0: you 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 really you really need to catch this bottle, sir <laughs> seventeen plus 17.
1: yeah plus my dexterity which is
0: uh whatever plus four what is it plus three or plus four it's uh, a lot plus three yeah so this bottle comes sailing that <laughs> you see it you snatch it out of the air and when you catch it she says give it to her. So, um, your friend that you're trying to help out is helping you out. What she has given you, you don't know. You don't know what it is.
1: Alright, so I'm going to go rush over to um, Ellie and see what's up. And see how see if she's conscious or she's just laying there.
0: She's there, she's breathing. She's not conscious.
1: All right, so I'm going to put the her breathing bottle, is weak. I'm going to put the bottle in her mouth and make her drink it.
0: Okay. So, um she drinks it. What that is is a potion of healing. So, sir, I need you to roll. Uh, I believe it's 2d4 plus 4, I think. I got a second potion. Oh, I'm to put healing. I can never remember these. Lazy Dragon will probably tell me in the chat once he finds the potion of healing. Um. Yes. Oh, 2d4 plus 2. Oh yeah, that's right. 2d4 plus 2, 44 plus 4. Okay. Uh,
1: four and one.
0: 4 and 1, so that's 5 plus 2 is 8. 5 plus 2 is 7. You're right. <laughs> 5 plus 2 is 7. Math is hard. <laughs> um, so she swallows the potion and coughs a bit. And you see her eyes open up. And she looks at you and says thank you. Um, so that was your movement and an action to do it. Do you have anything you want to try and do with your bonus action?
1: So I can still fire an arrow at him, correct? Uh, Is that uh, another, uh, that's an action.
0: It's an action to attack. So bonus action. Uh... You could try and hide. Oh, we didn't do sneak attack for you on your first attack either. Oh, no, no. Really unaware. Not. He was unaware of you. Oops. But if you hide right now, take your bonus action to hide with your ability you just got. You could try and hide behind the fireplace. There's enough.
1: Yeah. Right there. I'm going to hide behind the fireplace. Yeah, hide behind the
0: fireplace. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. So, make a stealth check to hide. I don't think I think you're going to be able to hide pretty easy. But 8. 3 plus 5. 3 plus 5 is 8. Okay. You think you're hidden? <laughs>
1: I I do. Am I like the kid that's like sitting on the couch with his hands over his eyes?
0: You don't know. You think you're hidden well. No, you, honestly, you believe that he can't see you at all.
1: Yep. So, a kid He's sitting probably, on the couch with his hands over his eyes.
0: Possibly. Quite possibly. Yes. You can't see me. A lot of John Cena references today. <laughs> All right, so that was you. Ellie is going to stand up and she is going to cast cure wounds on herself. I think um no, actually she is going to bless bless you guys, I think. No, no, she's gonna cure wounds on herself. <laughs> It'd probably be best.
1: How many? How many hit points does she have? She currently has
0: the seven you gave her from the spell.
1: What's? I mean, what's her max total?
0: Thirteen. <sighs> what would you? What would you like her to do? Do you want her to roll a d8 and gain that many more hit points, or do you want her to bless, which would? Uh, Bless up to three creatures of your choice within range. Whenever a target makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add that number to the roll to the attack roll or the saving throw. So do you want an extra d4 on your attacks? Or do you want her to try and get up to her 13 hit point total?
1: Uh, She needs hit points.
0: She needs hit points? Yeah. Okay. And I will, I will start doing this with her. I'll start having you make the decisions
1: okay. for
0: her. Um, if you want her to attack or to heal or to buff. Um, so why don't you go ahead and roll the 1d8 then? Eight? Eight. So that plus her spellcasting modifier brings up her up to her 13 hit point total so that's what she does and then she is going to step around behind the just get the um... she's not hiding per se but she's putting the fireplace between her and the manticore so that she's harder to see that she has some cover uh manticore is dealing damage to the door no it's not <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. No, that's, an, that's a stationary object. Yes, it is dealing damage to the door. It's kind of a pathetic roll, but, you know, it's a stationary object. It doesn't take much to hit it. So its damage to the door is... Six plus. All right. It takes two good swipes at the door, and you see chunks of wood falling off the door. Or not falling off the door, but being tossed away from the door. Um, and we are back to you.
1: All right, so now I can do the sneak attack.
0: Now you can do the sneak attack. You're hiding. It doesn't know where you are at this point.
1: So I'm going to stay hidden. I'm going to use my, my bow. so I get an extra d6 my bow is another d6 does that sound right?
0: yep so what happened is when you went with your you drew you dropped your bow on the ground when you drew your rapier and you went around to um you dropped your bow by that by the um
1: where I was initially
0: yeah, where you were by yep. the fireplace initially. You drew your rapier and went around and attacked. As you were moving back from it, you dropped your... I'm going to say you... Uh, you When you hid, you hid back by where your bow was. Mm-hmm. So you can pick up your bow as your movement. Here. And you get back into shooting with that. So, so you won't be able to move your full movement if you go to move from behind this fireplace.
1: All right, so I have my twenty, my two D six.
0: Your twenty, your two D six. Uh, fourteen plus five is
1: nineteen. That hits. And then a four and a two.
0: A four and a two. Plus so...
1: three. So is, would that be seven and five?
0: Uh, no. So it's just three. Total. Add, add the three numbers together. So, okay, the, so the four, the two, and then the. So it'd be nine. Nine. So another nine points of damage. All right. It stops. The The arrow hits it, and it stops, and it turns, and it looks at you again. Like, you're still around. <laughs> it thought you left. Ellie is going to... What is Ellie going to do? Is she going to attack, or is she going to...
1: Yeah, she's going to... Sh- Try the fireball again, because at some point she's going to get more than one point of damage, right?
0: Yeah. In theory, um, does he actually get advantage on that attack? Genius. Roll a second d twenty. Oh yeah, because you're hidden, you gain advantage, and the advantage gives you sneak attack. Yep. Eight. Eight. Okay, so it didn't. It wasn't better than the nineteen, so. Um, you can bonus action hide again.
1: Yep, I'll do that.
0: Okay. (laughs) Genius. Genius is helping you out.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I should just have him come over and sit next to me.
0: There's a possibility we'll bring him into the game here at some point. Yeah. Uh, He could have helped massively with this one.
1: (laughs) I don't know. With this character, he probably would have bonked me over the head and chucked me at it.
0: No, he'd have a new character. It wouldn't be gross. But, um, so what do you what do you, would you like Ellie to do?
1: All right, yes, uh, I'm gonna have her do the fire, uh, the
0: sacred flame spell. Um, or she could bless, which would give you the bonus on your attack, an additional D four on on your attack. Although you seem to be hitting it fairly well.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have her do it because I, she's at full life right now or full hit. Yep. So.
0: so have her sacred flame. Yep. Okay, so then he needs... Uh, she doesn't have any
1: any type of...
0: Uh... Like, melee weapon? Yeah, she has a quarter staff, but then she'd have to get within five feet of it, yeah. which is not where well, she I'm, I'm talking
1: about, like, sneak attack type of thing, where, like, uh, does oh, it see she has
0: her? Casting. She has firebolt. She can uh, cast light, which literally is just, like, what Gandalf did on his end of his staff. He makes the crystal glow. Yep. She also has... Oh no, she doesn't have that. Uh, my bad. She has guidance and sacred flame and then cure wounds. I'm looking at light and is not that's. And firebolt is not. She has sacred flame. Uh, there are two different types of casters, and I'm looking at the wrong type of caster. Ah. No, she has guidance, sacred flame, and cure wounds, which she only has one more cure wounds left. Um, Definitely do the sacred flame. Sacred Flame, well, here, let me tell you what Guidance is. Um, You touch one willing creature before the spell ends. The target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. So it's similar to the Bless, but just a one-time use. Um, So, yeah, Sacred Flame is probably your best. Mm -hmm. best Okay, so uh, go ahead and roll, oh, no, nope. You don't have to roll anything because she's not attacking. The enemy is saving from it. Uh, oh, deck save. I don't know if this will. No. It does not save. So you can go ahead and roll a d8 for the damage for the sacred flame. Maybe you'll roll Six. Better. That is much better than you should roll for Ellie. <laughs> I'm killing Ellie over here. And then what would she do after attacking step
1: she, she's gonna step back behind the fireplace
0: step back behind the fireplace um oh i need a stealth roll from you although i don't know if you're gonna be able to do it this is gonna be difficult to hide from them you're, you have the bonus action to hide before i didn't have you roll your stealth roll
1: oh five plus five is ten
0: okay you think you're hidden Um, the Manticore, you realize quickly you weren't hidden very well, (laughs) jumps from the door, jumps the fence up over to land right in front of you, and is going to attack you. First with a bite, for, does a, uh, does a 14 hit your AC? Uh, It is 14. It is 14, so that hits. Tie hits. Um, So you take five points of piercing damage as it bites into your shoulder. Then it is going to swing a claw at you uh, for a 23, which hits. And that is... Oof, oof, ouch. Nine points of slashing damage. I have three left. And then it's going to miss with its last claw.
1: Dear freaking lord.
0: Uh, It is your go. It is within five feet of you, so you cannot use your bow. Nope. Unless you disengage with a bonus action to step away where you could be at range. And if you stepped away, you'd be right next to Ellie. Uh, A manticore snarls at you, and you see its blood running off its teeth.
1: (laughs) I am going to... I'm going to use my rapier.
0: You use your rapier? Yeah. Okay. So you drop your bow and you pick up your rapier as part of your movement. Five
1: plus five
0: is ten. To hit? Yep. That misses.
1: Oh, Jesus, I hit a seven too. So I can, can I go and is my bonus action disengage or disengage now? You can bonus action disengage.
0: Or it's going to be hard to hide now.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, it's standing right in front of me. Yeah. So. You can't,
0: you wouldn't really be able to get, if you tried to get around the other side of it, you give them an attack of opportunity, which you don't want to do right now. No. Um,
1: yeah, I'm going to bonus action disengage cause I'm way too close.
0: Bonus action, disengage, and you're going to have 20 feet of your movement if you want it to get away from him. Want to move a full 20 feet away? Yeah. Okay. Then it is Ellie's turn. Um, She can cast Cure Wounds on you. She needs to move to you if she's going to do so. And she'd be able to use 15 feet... Or she has 30 feet of movement. She'd be able to use 15 to get to you, cast Cure Wounds, and then she could use her other 15 to move away. If you like. Or she can attack it. Or... Uh, I'm going to have her do her Cure Wounds. Okay. And this is her second and final Cure Wounds. So roll a D8. You roll. <laughs> That's a sad face. <laughs> one? One? Yeah. Ago? One. Uh, one plus two is three, so you get three hit points.
1: Man, you gave me the worst companion.
0: She seems to be struggling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: struggling seems to be an understatement yep Uh, alright so have her use her 15 feet to go distance
0: okay um just gain separation from you or going further away from it than you are like is she maintaining range to the manticore or is she getting further away from it
1: I'm gonna have her move further away
0: okay so then there's the manticore 20 feet to you and 15 feet to her uh then it is the manticore so the manticore is going to (laughs) man we have a truly twisted friend in the chat (laughs) oh my god (laughs)
1: yes that would make her useful
0: the lazy dragon says offer her as meat (laughs) and norm's response well at least that would make her useful uh, so the manacle is going to fly up to you and he's going to swing at you. 4 9 to hit. 14. That's my that, class. Yep, that was the bite. Swing is 13. <laughs> and 13 <laughs> messes all three attacks. Wow.
1: The luck of the Irish. Is I'm elf. an Irish elf.
0: <laughs> We're just, no like the dice are just saying no. We aren't. We aren't playing normal Dungeons and Dragons today. We're just gonna be low and it's stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Other than the nat 20 earlier, Eight
1: hit, but, yeah.
0: but then, but even then, like that wasn't. I rolled was a the two time. on the die, so it, mm. it only ended up being four damage. It wasn't even like a critical hit. So. No. All right. Uh, it's back to you. You are within five feet of it right now. Yeah, I'm going to. So here's the issue. You dropped your bow before. Yep. Yeah. So your bow's back by the chimney, by the fireplace. So you really can't pick it up.
1: <laughs> nope. And, nope. I, well, I'm 15 feet, right?
0: No, uh, I'm, 20, I'm 20 feet. 20 feet from your bow. Correct. Yes. Um, you could disengage and move there. Disengages a bonus action to move there and pick it up with the rest of your movement and fire it. Or you could just swing where you're at.
1: Well, if I'm 20 feet away, I mean, my rapier is.
0: No, you're five feet from the manacle. Oh, the manacle was... came up to attack you.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right.
0: That's yeah. Right, that's right, so that's right. you're five feet from the manacle, but you're 20 feet from your bow. Yep.
1: Oh, that's a tough decision. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going to. I, I'm gonna go pick up my bow. I have to.
0: Okay, so you disengage. Go over to your bow. Disengage. Bowl, go get the bow. 20 feet. Drop your rapier there and pick up your bow as your last ten feet of movement. You fire your bow and- <clears> at. <throat>
1: Come on, be good to Papa. 3 plus 5
0: is 8. 3 plus... Oh my god, that was such a tense moment because you froze. <laughs> I'm like, what are you roll? <laughs> 8. 8 misses, as you mm-hmm. can totally imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is your movement, your bonus action, and your action. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellie... Is her turn And she's
1: Is she in range for her Flames? Yes, she is in range for Sacred Flames Alright, do that
0: Okay. See. And wow well, it's a, The low numbers are in your favor Sometimes, he failed the save So you roll a d8 for the damage for the Sacred Flame Seven
1: Seven she actually did something useful
0: yes she did Um, the manticore gets hit with this light flame that singes it it growls and roars and jumps towards Ellie goes to bite her ooh it's 24 that's going to hit her Um, that does 4 points of damage to her it's going to claw. Oh, Manticore did not like the sacred flame. That is a uh, 21 to hit. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. She takes another five. She's not looking so hot. She has one left, huh? Just four. Four left? Yeah, she took five and she took... Um, she took three and took five. And the last one is... I'm looking at 12 to hit which she is, oh 12 (laughs) so that one hits her too oh boy Um, I don't think this, I think she's going to fall because I don't think oh yeah, nope, she will fall there doesn't matter the amount of damage it rolls because the bonus puts it over four so she falls to the ground there unconscious your turn, sir Aaron
1: I, oh, well, I'm going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot an arrow at it.
0: Um. The you hear the door to the window open, and this woman yell at you crazy fool get inside (laughs) Uh, I will take that
1: advice and I will run into the windmill
0: okay you run into the windmill I need a dexterity saving throw from you as the manticore jumps towards the door just as you are getting inside and closing the door he's going to try and attack you as you get in the door
1: Sixteen plus
0: three is nineteen. Nineteen. You are able to dive inside the door, and this woman slams the door and drops the bar on it. Um, As you are safe inside, and you hear the claws hit the door. Um, So that was your move. You have an action and a bonus action yet, yeah. if you like. Excuse me, Kazuntite.
1: Um, um, is there a window that I can reach? that I could shoot from
0: on the ground level. No, you could use your action and your bonus action to go upstairs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Use it, use it to dash to double dash. So dash with your action and then dash with your bonus action mm-hmm. to get upstairs to the window. So you'd be able to attack on the next round. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Your, um, your rapier is on the ground by the fireplace. <laughs> so you're Because you were holding your bow when she Mm -hmm. called you. So you go around upstairs. Uh, The Manticore... Oh, Ellie has to make a death saving throw. Which she does with an 18. She is one to the good. So um, let's do this. Let's make my little circles here for her. She is one to the good. All right, then the manticore will beat at the door. Yep. Yep. Oop. That one. Yeah, that hits too. All right, so let's do some damage to the door. Let's do this and this. All right. So the door is holding. For the time being, but the manticore seems to, as you look down upon it, is taking large chunks of wood out of the door. Uh, it's your turn as you stare down at this manticore from above.
1: All right, arrow time, baby. It's, uh, 16.
0: Six so 16. 16. Yeah, 16 hits. eleven eleven plus
1: five is sixteen Yep.
0: Yeah. okay 16 hits and uh
1: three damage uh plus three
0: so six six damage okay uh is there anything else you'd like to do actually did you roll your sneak attack on that as well
1: no with that have been uh, actually, sneak?
0: You, you did not you did not uh I wasn't hiding. They were hiding, so I'm going to say no on that one, but... Uh Uh-oh, okay. Um... Okay, so would you like to do anything else here, then? You have a bonus action and a movement, technically.
1: I'm actually going to back far off into the room so that the Manticore can't fly up and hit me.
0: Okay. Are you going to do anything with your bonus action, then? check the chat maybe.
1: <laughs> oh, hide. <laughs> well, where would I hide? I mean,
0: all you need to do is be out of sight to hide.
1: Oh, okay. So, yes.
0: So definitely get... hide.
1: That was kind of what I was going for with the yep. Yep. with the, you know, going back into the room.
0: So, you back away, you back away from the window and hide. So, make a stealth check. It's going to be relatively easy cuz you got full cover pretty much. Uh, 9.
1: Plus stealth is 5 is 14
0: ok um, see that is you so then Ellie has a second death saving throw ooh she had a critical 1 critical fail with a 1 which means she actually fails 2 death saving throws sounds about right if she had critically succeeded she would be conscious and at 1 hit point but she critically failed. So she has one death saving throw away from being dead. Um, the Manticore beats looks up, beats its wing, flies up to the window, and swipes a claw inside, but because you have backed away, it hits nothing and it lands again after trying to claw at the window. Actually, no, it doesn't land again. It's hanging onto the window. It's going to try and hang onto the window, uh, and it succeeds at hanging onto the window. With a successful dexterity check. So it is hanging on the edge of the window with one uh, clawed paw, and it's trying to reach in the window with the other one. It can't see anything, but it's reaching in blindly, swinging. Um, And it does not make contact with you at all. What would you like to do? The manacore is now hanging on this window.
1: So, am I able to reach its head?
0: Uh, No, most of what you see is its chest. You're pretty much just going to shoot at the window. Okay. And if you go out the window, you will hit it, because it is there fully as it's trying to reach inside and claw Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) at you. Just... It's it looks like paws in a chest basically now.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot it straight in the middle of the chest. Alright.
0: Fifteen plus five is twenty. Absolutely hits. Uh plus two
1: plus, uh, and five damage.
0: Five damage. So the core streaks and lets go of the um door, or the window it's trying to, it's scrabbling to hang on to it when it gets hit with the arrow and it tries to hang on and fails to hang on and ends up taking a point of bludgeoning damage as it falls to the ground Um, and it is currently, you don't know where it is, it fell away from the window um. That so, would be...
1: bonus action. I'm gonna hide again.
0: Bonus action. You're gonna hide. Okay. Go ahead and make that stealth check. Actually, you almost don't need to because it's gonna be so hard for it to see you.
1: What? Oh. Do you want me to roll?
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, was
1: three plus uh, what? Stealth was five. Eight. Yep. eight. Okay. You you believe
0: you're hidden. You don't do very good job at hiding. But... <clears throat> definitely believe your hidden well. um it cannot see you so it doesn't know ellie if she fails this death saving throw she's dead Uh, that doesn't mean we can't get her back but it's going to be
1: after this fight she's already dead to me
0: (laughs) she succeeds with a 19 she almost had the 20 she lives yet another round um And we're at the manticore. It is going to stand up. It is going to stand up. It's going to kind of shake itself off. And how mad is it? Yeah, it's mad enough to keep going. Uh it is going to go after go fly back up to the window and latch on like it was and swing inside it just hangs on swings inside wildly and misses anyone inside uh it is your turn
1: yeah you gotta keep shooting at it mm-hmm. Fifteen. Yep. Hits. And then five plus three is eight damage. Eight damage. Whew. I'm so, taking some chunks out of them.
0: So close. So close.
1: <laughs> and then I'm going to, with my bonus action,
0: hide again. Okay. Um. Okay, go ahead and make your stealth roll for that. Although it's going to be. Like I said, very hard to see you.
1: I'm not hidden. I, hit, yeah. I rolled a one.
0: Okay, yeah, you do not manage to hide that time, so you do not get your sneak attack next round. Um,
1: no, I didn't take my sneak attack this round.
0: Oh, well, roll a d six. What are you? That's why you're hiding, fool.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> roll hey <another> man, six. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be learning. <laughs> I just rolled it under the ground.
0: Let's roll another one. Six. Oh, excellent. Manicor does not like itself right now. It is hating life. Um, in that moment, uh, make a perception check. Uh,
1: nine plus four is thirteen. You hear the door.
0: Downstairs open. Um, that's what you notice. Uh, and Ellie was... I'm going to count this out. I need to see the map. Uh, where's the map? So Ellie was here. 10, 15, Okay. Ellie's making her... last death saving throw. She's above 10. She stabilizes at one hit point. If she's below 10, she dies. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Above 10 with a 15... (laughs) <laughs> he stabilizes on the ground with one hit point. She needs to run. <laughs> um, the Manticore swings wildly inside um, the room after you. And misses you. Yes, misses you. With all its attacks. It has no idea where you are and only has a reach of so far. Um Oh yeah, technically she's just sleeping. She's not she's stable, she's sleeping, she's not awake, Ellie, that is. Um It is your go. Manticore's reaching in the.
1: I gotta keep doing my thing. Yep. Uh, 12.
0: 12 to hit. And misses. <laughs> you hit the door. You hit the window frame. <laughs> Your arrow sticks in the window frame.
1: I'm gonna hide. Okay. 15 plus whatever
0: okay I'm rolling a perception check for the mana core to realize if it knows nope it rolled a natural 1 it did not notice the door beneath open up and run out someone run out um so those were your attacks um so that happens... Uh, oh, no, that's wrong. So I need these. Okay. Ellie comes awake conscious with a elderly woman looking over her. She sees the manticore beyond the elderly woman at the window of the windmill trying to reach in and get you. What would you like Ellie to do? She's laying on the ground. The, the woman looks at her and says, come on, we need to get inside.
1: What's the distance?
0: Uh, they are currently... They won't make it there in one turn. It'll take them two turns to get inside.
1: But the manticore doesn't see Oh, actually
0: Actually, if she uses her action to dash and her movement, she'll be able to get inside.
1: Okay, let's do that.
0: Okay. So this woman helps her up, and the two of them make a dash to get inside the windmill and make one more perception check for the manticore, which he does not with an eight see them come inside. If you make a perception check, you may hear the door close. You don't know what's going on necessarily.
1: Six plus four is ten.
0: Six plus four is ten. You do hear the door slam below you. Um, You're not sure why, (laughs) but it is now the manticore's turn. Which it is still swinging around wildly inside And not hitting anything Nope It is your turn, sir
1: Alright, let's do this upright
0: Put this thing out of its misery, come on oh.
1: So was I hidden last time? You think you were So am I shaking the extra dice? Sure Natural one.
0: Oh. Oh. So, um, in your haste to hide, you draw the arrow. You don't have the arrow knocked, and you release the arrow.
1: And it falls straight down.
0: (laughs) The the arrow kind of goes sideways and falls to the ground. But you sting the inside of your arm with your (laughs) bowstring. Um, let's see Uh, Ellie comes running up the stairs we'll say and she's at the top of the stairs she uses her movement to get up to the top of the stairs Um, what would you like her to do from there she has an action and a bonus action she can see the window from where she's at. Where she sees the big paw. Let's do the flames. Sacred flames. Okay. So he's got to roll a deck save. Out of the way, Which is going to be even more difficult. Because he's hanging on to a wall. He really can't honestly get out of the way. Nope. He cannot get out of the way. So would you like to roll the d8 for the sacred flames? A one. A one. So the sacred flames come sailing out of her fingers. Towards these paws hanging on the edge and hits it and the movement suddenly stops and it kind of scrabbles to hang on to it and falls out the window and you hear (laughs) hit the ground outside
1: I'm gonna can I can I hear it moving or
0: breathing uh no, it's it's eerily silent. Like it's very silent. Suddenly, all
1: right. I'm gonna go to the window and peek over the edge a little bit.
0: It's laying there on the ground, um. And you notice it wheeze, one or two times, and then stop breathing. <laughs> And we will stop right there <laughs> that encounter was probably way too much for you <laughs> <laughs> i uh
1: i i don't like ellie she's very not good at this job she, thing she she had a tough day with the dice today for sure the dice gods were not in her favor
0: she is alive um are you sure? Yeah, Ellie, yeah. Ellie is alive. Uh, this mystery woman that you were helping out uh, gave her the other potion she had. So, that's how Ellie came to. Coincidentally, you don't get either of the healing potions that she had because you used them both in the fight. <laughs> um, but we will progress from there. Um, and if you haven't picked up on it, this is the Umbridge Hill. Your survival check to try and find the Nomergon or No Nom Nom whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Nomingard. To find Nomingard. You were off just enough that you came to Umbridge Hill before you found Nom So Close enough that you heard the Manticore yelling. <laughs> Screaming <sighs> and Ellie being who she is say we need to go help
1: i got nothing man
0: <laughs> so we'll, we'll pick up with the conversation after combat next week
1: awesome um,
0: very 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 cool session though we'll <laughs> help from uh the lazy dragon we'll help from this mystery person mm-hmm. yep, it came at a cost like i said you are not getting the items she was supposed to give you but the interesting thing is, is you have the opportunity to finish the other job quest from the job board. I do. That, because you're here with this woman now. So
1: Excellent. I'm, I'm looking forward to see how Ellie jacks up our next <laughs> session.
0: Uh, Ellie seems a bit incompetent right now, thanks to the dice.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: she doesn't seem too
1: good at her job.
0: Although, honestly, without her?
1: You would have been dead. Oh, I would have been dead, yeah. You would have been dead. I mean, I wouldn't have made it past the first session.
0: Nope. And honestly, without the mysterious woman in the windmill, both of y'all would probably have been dead. (laughs) Also correct. It took all three of you to get through this. But here's something that I did not do. I did not adjust the hit points of the manticore. You guys did 58 damage to it.
1: It's felt like it,
0: which is what you needed to do to it. Typically. That's my first thing I go to is adjusting hit points. And I'm like, "Eh, let's see where this goes. So. Hmm. congratulations. operations. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: All right. We'll catch you guys next week. uh, 830 central time. Uh, Two nerds, one quest on Twitter.
0: Definitely. Talk to you guys later.
1: Bye. That was exciting.